0: to a University of Kentucky College of Arts and Sciences podcast. In November 2011, ROTC cadets ran 29 miles from UK's Barker Hall to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Frankfurt. The cadets and runners ran the 29 miles to remember and memorialize American prisoners of war and missing in action from current and previous conflicts. I recently sat down with cadets Christopher Corley, Melissa Matthews, Aaron Jewell, and Andrew Hoke, all of whom ran the entire 29 miles, to discuss their experience and what POW MIA means to them.
1: I'm Cadet Aaron Jewell, and I'm a freshman in Air Force ROTC.
0: I'm Cadet Chris
2: Corley, and I'm a junior in ROTC as well. I'm Cadet Andy Hoke, and I'm a junior also.
3: So it's an annual event we host every year, Um, and so this year we had the Air Force ROTC from Um, UK and then we also invited Air Force ROTC from the University of Louisville we run from Barker Hall on UK's campus all the way to the Vietnam Memorial in Frankfurt, which is 28.6 miles and we run um, To remember everybody like those who fought before us those who are fighting now and those who will
0: fight in the future cool so uh I'm you guys talk a little about your training. I know you, I've, I've seen you guys running on campus before, so physical activity and PT is a very um, important part of your training, but did you have to sort of go above and beyond for this run in particular?
2: Well, you just kind of got to get the mental attitude that you're going to run the whole thing and not give up on that and kind of push past all the pain that comes in your knees and ankles and every part of your body, really. Sure. Yeah, there's no special training we do just for the run. Like, we just stick to our regular PT schedule. There's no, like build-up to doing a run, okay. do that ourselves.
0: So what is, what is your all's typical uh, running regimen? I mean,
3: anywhere from, like, um, a mile to three miles, but we really, just because we only um, have PT for, like, an hour a day, um, we really don't get to go much further than that. So you, you're kind of expected to work on your own outside of that as well. But
2: I can't really speak for everybody, but I just kind of, Last year was the first year I ran, and I, I woke up and decided I wanted to run it all, and I did. So I just, you got to keep that mental toughness in your head. Yeah, it's not like you're getting tired from the run because we're going at such a slow slow, slow pace. So basically you just have to get over the mental aspect of, like, you're not paying attention to your joints hurting, your muscles hurting and stuff. So We're all running as a group. It's not like anyone's taken off ahead of the group or anything. So we're all together. We're all talking. We're all motivating each other. And that's one of the things that helped me get through it. I know that. Yeah. And one, like somebody will be reading off how many miles and you're just like, oh, five more or oh, four more. But then you, you also, like, staying in the running position for a while, even your arms get sore. So you got to stretch those out and every once in a while do some high knees or some butt kicks yeah. to get it, get it back in action again.
1: A lot of it was, like, for me, it definitely was a group uh, project, basically. Like, I know I wouldn't have done it had like, Cadet Seymour not done it, and Cadet C-Mall wouldn't have done it if Cadet Mena or Cadet Eves didn't do it. And it was like a lot of like, well, if they're doing it, I'm going to do it, and like we're going to do it together. And at some points, like, um, Cadet Seymour is my flight mate um, from last semester, and um, her and I would like hold hands during it when we were in excruciating amount of pain, like going up a hill or something, um, saying like, we can do this, like you're gonna do it, or I'm gonna do it, we're gonna do it together. And um, one of the upperclassmen's cutscene occurred with like um, seeing us Jody's halfway through, or like towards the end when it was like mile 21 and we were exhausted and like, things like that just like lifted our spirits. Like we couldn't have done it on, like I know I wouldn't have done it on my own. Um, Another
3: thing that's really challenging about it is um, the runners carry a POW flag and it, Uh, an American flag the entire distance so people have to take turns carrying that but it's really you know when you're running and you can see that in front of you like you Mm -hmm. know it's a pretty big motivator
0: sure yeah Um, so how did you all feel after you finished it I mean 29 miles is a it's quite a distance I didn't want to stand up (laughs) I felt really accomplished because
2: I didn't—I honestly didn't think I was gonna be able to do it like before the run. I didn't really tell—I didn't really give myself the goal of finishing it because I thought I would just let myself down. But then once I got to like mile twenty, I was like, "Why give up now?" Sure. So I felt really accomplished after I finished it all. It's really nothing
3: compared to like what prisoners of war have to go through. so yeah. we try to keep that in mind.
2: Well, another thing we do for the POW and MIAs is uh, we sell these bracelets once a year as a fundraiser. Um, it just has—I don't know if you've seen them before. It just has a name of uh, someone that's um, been a prisoner of war or missing in action, and and they still haven't been found yet. And um, it just has like what branch of the military they're in and where they went missing. So that was another thing that uh, helped motivated me was just seeing this on my wrist during the run.
3: <clears throat> yeah, and after the run as well. So when we're when they're running, they have. Um, the option to stop running and get on one of the buses that's following. But everyone runs the final two miles, even if they're injured. Like, they get out and are just so motivated to finish. Like, they just come in. And then um, we get to the Vietnam Memorial, and everybody, like, chills out for a little bit, gets something to drink, and then um, we hold a ceremony where, uh, you know, we post the colors and just kind of talk about, you know, how important what we just did was, and you know the people that came before us.
0: Cool, very cool. Um, so uh, are you guys gonna do it again next year? You said you did it last year, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, after I ran the race, I told myself I would never do that again, but <laughs> say, um, yeah. the farther away you get from the race, like the <laughs> more you forget about the pain, and the more you remember all of the highlights, like the feeling of accomplishment when you're done, Knowing why you did it and um, the impact that it had on other people, and not just yourself. So I think after years pass, I'll probably forget everything <laughs> and be ignorant again and do it again.
3: It <laughs> volunteers to help, um, you know, pour water for the runners and like cut up bananas and stuff to for them to just grab when they run by. And so we had a lot of help from um, student organizations and like some of the sororities and fraternities on campus. But um, this could be a good way for you know, people to hear about it and then maybe volunteer next year.
0: Thanks for listening. Thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and Air Force ROTC for making this podcast possible.